Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Take2Radio, your host for tonight, David, subbing in for Pam, who is ill, and with me tonight, Anthony, are you here? I am here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Candace is here with us. All right. Hello. Candace is hello, here. Hello, hello. And, and I do believe, I'm hoping Carolyn is going to join us later as soon as she can. If not, and Will is out for family reasons, having an early Thanksgiving. Um. So yeah. right now it's just the three of uh. Yes, Miss Carolyn's got some family in too. Um, she had actually texted me earlier that she will try her best to make it, but she's running all around playing chauffeur, and there's a lot of traffic in the Tampa area. So hopefully she can make it. Um, but good to good to be back. It's nice. It's yeah. nice to have you guys with us. <laughs> and what um <clears throat> what an exciting November it's been. We're gonna jump into the four shows obviously in a few minutes, but I think this is a hey, great I got, opportunity. I got a little news too. I don't know if you heard it. Little... I have a little news. All right, David, go on with your news. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um if you are a fan of As the World Turns, you would know that there was a certain character by the name of Holden Snyder in a lot for a good part of 20 years. And we haven't heard from him until recently when he his website, John Hensley Music, is up and he has a song out for the 20th anniversary of 911. Oh, I nice. And it's on johnhensleymusic.com. And you can follow him on at hensleyjohn at Twitter, and he does have a Facebook page. That's awesome. I actually um, had the opportunity to to speak with Martha Byrne on a panel a couple of months ago, and she had talked about a lot of the um, As the World Turns reunions and how she's 
still very much in contact with John, but he, I think he, he bought a farm and is living Iowa, Idaho, Chicago. one of those beautiful, it's Idaho. Uh, I, I am, well, it says Chicago on the Facebook, but. Oh. Well, Maybe um, he did he move. Spends a lot Maybe of, he didn't move. He's finished that yet. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, a lot of them have multiple home bases. Um, yeah, so that's awesome, John. i got to go check out that phone. Candace, before we jump into, um, into the four remaining daytime soaps that we so love to talk about, do you have any news about Forever in a Day for us? I, I do have some news for Forever in a Day. Thank you for bringing that up. This was so not You're planned, welcome, by the girl. way. <laughs> As we all know, um, last season there was a it was a, was a shocker. It was a little shocker, baby. Okay, but now we're here for the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, there's a Thanksgiving special of Forever Day that dropped today. Um, yes, it you, did. <laughs> it, it's so good. Oh my gosh, it's now on Anchor, which is now going to be the official home. So it's going to be Anchor, but it's still going to be on all streaming services. So if you had Forever and a Day, resubscribe to Forever and a Day so you can find out oh, all the nuts that's about to go down. Yeah. We do so have to resubscribe? Yeah, because, well, Forever and a Day was a part of JLJ Media uh, for two seasons, and we are grateful, forever grateful to JLJ Media. Um, but as things happen, you know, we grow up. So we're now on Anchor and all streaming services. So if you have us on iHeart, Google, and all that, re-subscribe to Forever in a Day or check out faadseries.com to find out, all, like I said, all the mess. And today was the Thanksgiving episode. I can't reveal too much. Yeah, I can't I can't reveal can I ask you this? Some of the yeah. stuff that we have eagerly been waiting to find resolutions for, is any of that addressed or is this a standalone episode? It's a it's a tie in. It's a prequel to season three, uh-huh. but it but it follows up six months after the shocking season two finale. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll be yeah. I'll yeah. be spending on my couple. So you're gonna get you're gonna get answers because it's been six months. It's been like that, and you also gonna get some answers slash questions for what's gonna happen in season three, which drops February. February 21st, the day before my birthday, 2022. Mm. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, we tied you over. Yeah, that's season three starts February. Thanksgiving is today. So we got you something to tie you over. And before anybody asks, there is somebody on this phone that will be a part of it. They just don't know when I'm going to make that call to them, but they're going to be a part of it. (laughs) All right, girl. I'm waiting for my phone uh-huh. to ring. <laughs> 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 well, wait, let me see if I can if I can drop something about if you if you pay close attention to season two finale, you know that there was two characters that was not a part of the big bang bang. But the question yes. is, did they survive? Did they survive that ordeal that they were in? And yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the most uh, important question is: Is did something happen to Danielle? Is Danielle gonna be okay? I know. I'm trying to figure that out myself. Oh no. Team Danielle. Oh no. Oh. Team Danielle. Oh. Team Danielle. Hashtag. All right. Well, Hashtag everybody Danielle. out there, 
please search out Forever in a Day and resubscribe <laughs> so that you can follow the platform wherever it may end up. But for now, it's going to be on Anchor. And um, if all of you like me out there have been a hankering and don't want to wait until February, this is a great early Christmas present or Thanksgiving pie surprise, whatever you want to call it, Forever in a Day drop today. And I knew that when I got up on here, I was going to surprise Candace and get her to spill a little tea for us. I, will, I know, but I do, I do want to give a shout-out to everybody who has supported the show. Um, and tell a friend, tell your neighbor, tell your spouse, tell the ex that's down the street, even though you know you're trying to get a holiday booty call. Um, tell them about the podcast. And I want to give a shout-out, if maybe, to Tracy Ann Kelly uh, from Bold and Beautiful, who's a writer on Bold and Beautiful, because she shocked us by saying that doing um, – you know, the year and whatnot, there was a lot of podcasts that she chose to listen to, and she actually listened to Forever in a Day. So thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, girl. Thank you. You never know who's listening. Well, I don't know if you guys saw, but there has been some interesting casting news. Um, I think we'll save the days of our live stuff and see if our Carolyn is able to make it in with us. But I also saw an interesting tidbit about the Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, did you oh. see that, Candace, about Mr. Ted, Mr. Ted King? I did see that. No. What about him? Yeah. Mr. Ted King is now, elevated to, is now elevated to a contract role. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> I know how much Candace appreciates that. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, um, you know, those of us in the know um, may have seen some stuff online, but uh, those of us in the know can can report that the the teasers that certain sites are trying to tell you that Thorsten K um, is leaving the Bulls in the beautiful period, Rich is gone, could be gone, all that no, kind of stuff. No, he's not. Is, is not really the case. Uh, you know, like some folks, you know, family stuff happens, life happens. He needs to take a little bit of time to readjust with his family to do whatever needs to be done in his life and his family. And we wish him, you know, a successful, beautiful time you know, away from the screen. So I'm assuming that they decided they needed to um, fill a certain beefcake slot that would be, you know, missing on screen for an extended period of time. And who better than, you know, an actor the caliber of Mr. Ted King. So I am really happy to see that we're going to not only, you know, see little glimpses of him, but we're going to see him on a daily basis for a while. I don't you know think if I can handle all the hotness. I, I don't know if I can handle all the hotness on this show. I don't think I can handle it. Can you guys don't know. You know what? Okay. No, I'm just. I'm, no, I'm just. I'm just. I was pretending to like kind of think inside my head. Um, where you got Don Diamant. Mm-hmm. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. You got Ted King. You got Lawrence. Hi. <laughs> You got well, Lawrence is my brother, so yeah, I guess yeah, I guess he's cute. Hi, Lawrence. You got Matthew. You got Tanner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got you got um um. Did I say Matthew. I think I said Matthew a couple times. You said you Matthew. Oh God. Um, I can't think of his name. I apologize. To play Sunday, Scott. Um, you got Sean Canaan. Good Lord. Good grief. I mean, you know, I mean. 
as you're yeah. listing it off, don't you can't you see opening up one of them presents from under the tree or under the candlelight if you happen to see celebrate Hanukkah or maybe wrapped in colorful paper if you celebrate Kwanzaa and all of a sudden it is getting bold with the men of Forrester. Or I'm just waiting for the men of the calendar. No, calendar, the men the men the man scout calendar. I tipped that idea. I tipped it a few times. I'm just saying, somebody has to listen. But no, I'm just saying, like, no, girl, wait, almost, real okay. quick before we go with before we go in another direction. They want to sell us coffee mugs. They want to sell us cute little languages. Yeah. They want to sell us wraps and things. Where is proud. my beefcake calendar? I want one of these soaps, and you know who's going to do it first? We all know it. We all know it's going to be Days of Our Days. Lives next year. Days. 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 Calendar. <laughs> and speaking of which, oh my God, did you not flip your wig if you happen to wear one or your baseball cap when we found out that we are getting a Days of Our Lives holiday movie? Yes. 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 Wait, yes. wait. Let, let me tell you something. It was, okay, so I was watching the live stream, I don't know if anybody else was, of Arlene Davidson, and, and you know, when she was talking about the the Real Housewives and stuff, and, of course, you know, right. Peacock is, you know, brought it all up. But then when she said, ding, ding, oh, and day fans, and I'm like, what, 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 don't tell me this is where we're going to get the Beyond Salem 2, you know, announcement. And she said it, and I'm just like, you know what, come through, Peacock, come through. Peacock is the greatest thing for days right now. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say yeah, this. Because you have Beyond Salem. Days of Our Lives is the top, one of the top rated, you know, shows on Peacock streaming. And now you get a holiday special. You guys, this is getting, this, this is, I'm going to cry because I, I, I knew I was going to do it. I am so proud of them right now. Like, this is. This is what I wanted for Days, and I know a lot of people who follow, you guys have heard me say I wish Days could get promoted the way that they promote This Is Us and Law and & Order and all these great shows, you know, yeah. not taking uh-huh. away from, you know. But well, the fact Days is, is that, that, right, it is a staple. And the thing is, is that now it's like they're breathing new life into this, um, into this, into this show. And so when I heard about the holidays, I was like, you know what, come through. I said, this is old school. If you really think about, see, New Day's Day fans, you don't un, you don't understand what this really actually means for us who remembers Friday night prior to the Emmys and a Sunday when Days of Our Lives did the TV movies. Yep. Cruise of Deception, yeah. One Stormy Night. Like, that's kind of bringing it kind of a full circle moment. And I think we kind of can put two and two together what probably is going to happen because they did lift off the cast who's going to be in it. So I don't know if you guys know who's going to be in it or not. So. <laughs> well, I, I saw, but for for our listeners, we should definitely give them some, some teases. Um, Chandler okay. Massey, of course, and Eileen Davis. Right. Go ahead, Candace. Uh, we also have Billy Flynn. We have Jake Holgerson. Mm. Yep, Zach Tinker is back. We also have this guy named Eric Motsoff. I don't know him like that. Um, We have um, Allison Sweeney was announced as well. We can't tell you everybody. We can't tell you everybody because there was a surprise. 
we, there was there was a surprise in the cast news with that, and I was like, oh. Well, I mean, okay, I'll give you one. Camilla Bannis is going to be in it. That's all we can tell you. That's it. That's it. Anthony, don't don't Oh well, you know what? I'm going to break it. I'm going to break a secret, and the person who who gave me this little scoop knows I'm going to break it anyway. So we ain't going to be in trouble. Don't do Um, it. No, I have to. I have to. It has been, I think it's 19 years since we have seen Miss Deidre and her sister Samantha on screen together. And we will see them once more during the holiday special. Mm-hmm. And we can awesome. tell you this. Awfully cool. That was it. Yeah, that was, that was cool. But, there was, but I think there's one more big surprise in that cast. We saw this person earlier this year. That's your t- yes, that's your hint. Oh, girl. We saw we oh, saw. Go, well, oh, actually, yeah. no, no. Okay, when I'm I'm about to break it down on this one. This person was last seen a few years prior, but made a return previously. Like I'm gonna say, given about three weeks ago. I'm not talking about Greg Rickard either. Thank you. But um, by the way, he's in it too. Um, but you guys got to find out when a Salem Christmas. A Days of Our Lives Christmas special airs December 16th on Peacock. Make sure you guys get Peacock, and thank you. I have it. Days. Yeah, All right. Oh, what's your... Oh, go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, you know what? I it, had one more news. Oh, the casting news. Oh, go ahead, girl. Okay. I, I do have one. So real quick, because we are going to talk about the show later, but, you know, there's hashtag 30 years of Michael Baldwin which means Christian LeBlanc has played Michael Baldwin or Young and the Russells for 30 years. That's exciting. That is congrats yes, on, is. on that. But the big news is if you're in the New York area and you love Broadway shows, you're going to be interested to know come January of 2022, Emmy Award winner Christian LeBlanc of the Young and the Russells, who is celebrating 30 years as Michael Baldwin, you see how I did that, is going to play yep. Big Daddy. And cat, what's it? Cat, what is it? Cat and tin roof. Cat on a hot tin roof. Hot tin roof. Yes. Cat on a hot tin roof. Tin roof. Yes. Where's kid? Love shack. Oh, oh wait, that's the wrong song. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So if you're yes. in the New York area, go to Christian. Go to. We'll we'll post it on 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 our on our social page, where you can get tickets and everything. This is a huge day because he actually loves that play, and that's a Tennessee Williams play for those who don't know. And it was made into a movie. Elizabeth Taylor was in it. Okay, look it up. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a get. That's a get. I think yeah, that's a huge yeah. get. And yes, and it guess is. what? I'm going. I'm going to try to go up there. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to go up there. Oh, you know what, Candace will coordinate. Gabriel and I will meet you up there, and we'll go together. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. There is one more exciting piece of casting news that folks have been um, all types of a flutter. I love that word, a flutter. I think there are lots of words in the English language that we've let go of that we should use more often. You know, the oh, one that comes to mind would be Jezebel. When was the last time you heard somebody call somebody a Jezebel and really mean it? But I guess I'm like, let me get back to the point. Oh, I would say, I would say, I would say, I would say, um, if you listen to Forever in a Day podcast, you may hear that word. <laughs> Girl, I'm good, ain't I? <laughs> you are. 
Um, Mr. Trevor St. John, who folks know as Todd slash Victor, um, has signed on with General Hospital on ABC. So fans are all over the place. Some folks think he might come and step in to play Jason Morgan for a while. Some folks think, which I don't know, I'm doing some math, and I'm saying to myself, I don't know how you're going to make this work, but this is soap opera that he might be coming in to play Jeff Weber. I don't know how they could possibly make that work. But then again, they don't put everybody's memories up in all kinds of folks. So, you know, uh, if uh, Todd, oh, my God, if Franco could be Drew and, and Drew could be Jason and Jason don't know who he is, maybe Trevor uh, St. John could come in and convince us that he could be Jeff. This ain't Days of Our Lives. <laughs> this ain't no Days of Our Lives where we got, or as well turns, I'm sorry, Tom Pelfi, I love you, but you, you know darn well that story was not right. When, y'all know the storyline I'm talking about. I did hear who he may play, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to put my money on this, is that he's going to play Rick Lampson. Oh, I would. Mm. You know, I'd be very upset, though, because I, unless Rick himself I, I love Rick decided, Hurst. you know. Yeah. Yeah, if Rick decided it's not the right time for me, then I'll be okay. But if they recast yeah. that, with you know, without having went for Rick first, I'm going to be very upset. But, you yeah. know, it's not the first time in recent memory that somebody would be aged down. You know, Adam is more, you know, in the age range of Summer and Kyle than he is of the parents that he's trying to woo. You know, I'm just saying, it has happened before, and we have swallowed those pills. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> Daisy on down light. Daisy on down light. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Well, and and I know that they don't stick with. I know that some of the actors are um, not even old enough to play parents of the ones that they have, like um, Lisa. Let's go Lisa and Dominic. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa and Dominic are Dominic. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not less than ten years apart. Mm-hmm. John um, McCook and Ron Moss. John McCook like five, and Ron Moss. Yeah, we're like six years six years apart. Brianna, Nicole Henry, and Taj Bello. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh. the biggest. That's the biggest one you can point to. That's the one wait, that you wait, really, I, really see. Yes. I do. I do want to do something real quick because this just. I just as soon as you said Brianna. Brianna, congratulations on expecting your first baby, which is a baby girl. She posted on social media about it. Yeah. All right. Yay. That's good news. Our faithful and wonderful leader, Pam, has asked us to tread very, very carefully on this next subject. So we're going to say for our fans that Monday's episode was the last airing for two Poor Charles Incredibles, Mr. Ingo Rodemont and Mr. Steve Burton. You know, it's the soap universe, so hopefully we will see both of them in different incarnations or different storylines pop back into Port Charles in, you know, the relatively near future. But as of right now, it is true. Both have uh, shot their last episodes and will, uh, you know, be on uh, hiatus for a while. 
we spoke a little bit uh, two weeks ago when we did the show about what had went on with Ingo, and there's enough out there on social media. If you want to hear Steve Burton's um, comment on it, please hit up his Instagram. Uh, he posted yesterday and, and let the fans know what he was feeling and thinking. And either way, he'll be missed. He'll yeah. be very much missed. Okay. All right. Thank you, Candace, Thank you what Anthony. What do you want to start with tonight? I want to start with Forever Today. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, um, I would like to do the, the rush, the, the roulette game. Actually, I want to talk about Dave. But I think that will be for a fierce leader. But uh, so I can, I yeah. can hold off. Um, let's go, let's just go to General Hospital. Let's just get this over with. Oh yeah. Because I have some gripes. I have some gripes. Um, you have some gripes. I was with you at Soap Party, Candace. So I know some of your gripes. I'm just going to say this right now. Wow. You know, because y'all have been with me through the ups and downs. I had my my papers on the table for a divorce. We we worked it out. We had counseling. We had counseling and everything. General Hospital has now become that soap where I'm just watching, waiting for something to happen, but no deep down inside it's not going to happen the way that I think it's going to happen, that it should happen. Can somebody please explain to me? Okay. This whole Maxie, Brooklyn, Valentine, all this comes out now. We now know, you know, Valentine now knows he ain't the daddy. Mm -hmm. He's heartbroken. He's heartbroken. And before Brooklyn, before Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn is spurring all of these things, you know. But then all of a sudden, in the distance, riding on a horse, comes Chase with Valentine X. Who the daddy? Instead of a made-up name, here, here comes Chase, me. I'm the daddy. Just like that, too. Literally, just like that. I even, I wasn't even acting. I was, I was just doing it. Oh, okay. David, how do you feel about this plot twist turnaround of of this baby story? Do you feel as though, like, Maxie in Brooklyn needs to tell the truth and nothing but the truth, so help us, so Jesus, or do you like yes. the twist of Chase, Chase being the baby daddy for right now? Well... Um, I I see it as a little bit of trouble because one he could he could possibly lose his job. Um, in the fallout. Um, um can I just I, remind I know, you, I think, Anna Devane, Robert Scorpio, Burt Ramsey, Max Scorp. Well, Mac never really did anything horrific that he shouldn't have been. But of all the chiefs of police and various different detectives that we've had coming through the PCPD, I'm not yeah, they've worried been... about Chase losing each other for a little lie. Are you, Candace? <laughs> I'm just like... I don't know. He could. Who okay, knows? Like, when I tell you, okay, is it... Okay, I think General Hospital, I figured something out while I was having my soap therapy session. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a soap therapy session. I'm telling you, it works. You do. No, yes, you do, girl. You do. Sometimes you need to, like, 
like if you're a fan of the show, sometimes it's good to get it all out, like without being biased. It's like, you know, my thing is General Hospital has this problem of when you start a really good story, right, and it's like it gives you classic soap chokes, right? You're getting those good, like, solid, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to have to protect this baby. This is going to be, like, the shocking secret. Like, they're going to keep this secret until the child is, like, 18 years old and at a fancy party, the truth is going to come out. Yes, I did reference John Light. Yes, I did. But at the same time, you have Brooklyn, yeah. who is a, not a split image of her her grandmother, Tracy, but she has some of the, the habits, right? You have Maxie. She has you she know, her gum. Yeah. Yeah, Maxie has to do what she has to do to protect her child, right? You got all of right. this good, good stuff, and then <clears throat> you have Maxie now acting like, oh, la di da di da I'm a fashionista, da-da-da-da-da. I'm not worried about my child, da-da-da-da. You're up in everybody's business. Who cares if Sam and Dante are dating? I understand Lulu was your best friend. your best friend. I shouldn't have said was, but she is your best friend. But sadly, she's sleeping beauty right now. You need to, Maxie, figure out what your name, your next game plan is because right now, you the way you're portraying it is like you don't give up. Brooklyn, girl, I get it, but you put yourself into a corner because I feel as though both women should have just been honest. It's like roll the dice and see what happens. At first, I understood, but I understood the assignment, but now I don't understand the assignment. I, I, we all knew oh. that Valentine would get hurt. And for those yes. who said he wasn't, he brought up somebody else that is also going to feel bad about the situation, who's going to feel a certain type of way, and that is Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to step in here because yes. i got a couple of things to say. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, you know, if you were not a James Patrick Stewart fan up until this point, these scenes this, you know, last, uh, Friday and, and then these scenes yesterday and today, um, I, I mean, come on. You, you just – that man put everything he had into these scenes. Um, so I mm-hmm. wanted to say that. I, General Hospital, you keep giving the story away before we get a chance to hit the beats that a yep. lot of us really want to see. So here is, here is a piece of advice. And if you've got to go back and refilm scenes, let Frank, Frank, Chris, if y'all is listening – if you cheat us from having Valentine and Nina have that moment before Nina tells him that she knew all this time, if you, oh, if you right. cheat us of that moment, we're going to be real kinds of upset. Now, I want to see the fallout when Nina finally has to tell him that she knew, but that, that apology moment, that moment, oh, my God, this is what I did to you, isn't it? This is, you know, yes, he called Anna. I'm loving that personally. You know, a couple months ago I said that, you know, yep. if they went with this storyline, blah, 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 blah. I'm loving it personally. Um, but he should have been right on the phone with Nina as the next phone call that he made. Point blank, mm-hmm. period. If you, you know, and they did the same thing. There were lots of fans, myself being one of them, that wanted to see Sonny come back to Port Charles as Mike. And play the flip yep. side of the Mike, of uh, the Mike, of the um, Jason Quartermain, Jason Morgan, Sonny Corento storyline. Plus, let if you was gonna go there and have Carly and and Jason actually get married, and then have Sonny walk in on them 
on the wedding night, he should have walked in not knowing what he was walking in on and let that play out for a while. Let us hit the beats from the, res- from the reverse perspective. Now, I get that y'all went back and changed the storyline from what you originally contemplated because folks was just fed up and they had had enough. But I got to say, I only watched about 10 minutes worth of today's episode, so I can't say a lot. But the scenes between Nina and Sonny last week and then the ones again yesterday, um, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I really do want to see how this all plays out. I, I, I like that, it, that it's, I like that it's that it's not all happily ever after. And if what was going on with and Steve Burton be. wasn't going on, we'd probably have a different storyline with Jason Cawley, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You keep you keep missing the beats, um, you know, General Hospital. Please, please. And now, when all is said and done with Olivia, Ned, Austin, uh, 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 yeah, Austin. Um, Leo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There needs to be some accountability because Lisa, a.k.a. Olivia, went running all over town when it all finally came out about Dante being Sonny's son. So now that it's the reverse, et cetera, et cetera, we all need those moments too. Please don't miss those beats. Please, please, please. And let's start dropping the hints that, that um, you know, that Porsche is somehow related to... Uh, uh, Tana, what is her name again? Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah, Phyllis. Let, let's get this storyline moving. And it's oh. been weeks now. We all know that Curtis is the baby daddy. Let's let's move that along a little bit too. You know, I'm, I'm I, I love you know I love seeing the diversity of storyline. Except the diversity storyline still does one thing. You know, still hasn't fixed one thing. It's the all day every day Sunny Show. Okay. And you know, folks. Yeah, go ahead, girl. I'm going to say, okay, I feel as though even if besides the behind-the-scenes stuff, because I'm not even going to give that as as an excuse for GH. I can't. Because with the Sunny storyline, and I'm just going to say it, nine months ago, nine, they started this storyline. They played the right beat. With Sonny and Carly and Jason. Sonny deuces. Bye. What the question has always been what would happen to the Port Charles residents, the citizens, if Sonny Carrestos dies? Will Carly, what is going to happen to Carly and to Jason and that whole mess, right? For 20 something yeah. years, the Jason and Carly fans have been holding out hope because there's always been that, that thing. Okay. You played the beat of Jason and Sam, okay? They, they, uh, okay? You had and he gave us a dance with Brett. Right, and that, I was going to go there. Thank you. I was going to go there. Two characters who remotely have nothing in common. She's not a, I mean, she's not a ride or die chick like, you know, the other women that has been in, in Jason's life. Um, But you had, you had, Dumb on the verge of something. But what did you do? You inserted Carly. Even, okay, we all know that marriage and convenience, which if you ask me, again, watching General Hospital as long as I do, I remember when Jason ran the mob without a marriage and convenience. So I don't get where the marriage and convenience came from, but plot point number 28. 
okay, you had that. Okay, then, you know, we kept saying, when Sonny comes back, oh, my gosh, like, Carly is going to have to make a decision. Who does she really, truly love? This is going to, oh, my God, this is going to be the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl for General Hospital, because now the trio is going to be a make or break. We all felt the slap across all of our faces when Sonny just barged in like he still owns I mean, he just came in and didn't see any action between Carly and Jason. Fast forward, yeah, you, put, you try to moment. put Britt back into, right, you try to get Carly to, quote, unquote, give Britt the Constellation Prize. No disrespect, but, girl, for real, okay, moving on, you have this next story part, like you said, with the Maxi and all that stuff. To me, you, the general hospital. I thought we saw. I thought we talked about this. Like you said, you start out with something that has potential to be your like big golden moment, and you drop it so hard that it shatters not just a fan base. Let me just say that, but everybody. There's like three, there's two stories on this show currently because we all knew that that guy, that mysterious guy, was Curtis's daddy. Hmm. And if you didn't, the joke has always been everybody gets a daddy but Elizabeth. But Elizabeth. Yup. I'm just saying. Um, you have, you know, yeah, when Nina said, you know, when Sonny was Mike, Mike, when he was Mike, you know, he was treating her better than anybody. Again, that is a true statement, but here's the thing. In her delusional world that she she had, she made up this whole world where everything was fine. And if you know Nina's history, that could actually possibly be true. But what I don't get is Ava and Nina being buddies, okay? Then you got Carly. Carly, you, you okay, can I talk about, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm ranting, but this was another big issue. Yes. Yesterday, when I saw Bobby, I was like, hey, girl. Yeah. I said, so nobody's going to include Bobby in this storyline. And the reason I said this is because I remember a time. Yes, this is where we go down down the time here. Where down Bobby was the third wheel. Where Bobby was the third wheel of, of a couple. I forgot the couple. To me, why is General Hospital dropping the ball? And somebody said this on social media as well. Why is General Hospital dropping the ball of not having Carly talk to her mother about how she is, like, noticing certain things here and there about Sonny. Uh, or, and I'm going to go here with this one, or go to Olivia. Because until they actually have a conversation, Carly has no idea that Olivia is dealing with anything with Leo and or her, her, her um, little lip lock with, with Mr. Scorpio. But, so, but here's the you thing. know, I'm gonna just say, yeah, go ahead. Who, you know, it's not her mother, which to to bring Bobby in for two damn scenes just annoyed the crap out of me. But you know, I'd rather see two damn scenes than no scenes at all for the next six months. But um, you know, if you want to stick it to the canvas, that's a friendship that they flirt with whenever they absolutely have a plot point that they need to draw forward. But they don't really play with that friendship anymore. They, who who better to go to? Sonny was not only right. in love with you for a short period of time, but he was in love with your cousin and your cousin's alter ego. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of anybody can commiserate with Carly, it would be either Olivia or Brenda, and Brenda's not on campus right now. Well, so. well, I mean, but to me, to me, it would be like if, 
because I feel as though, like, like, to me, and I don't want people to get upset for what I'm about to say, but this is just my opinion. I feel as though that they're trying so hard to make us feel for Carly in this scenario that they're just, like, kind of having her give right to have a, and General Hospital, if you play this, I will give you a pass if you do it. Have her, hand, like, deal with all this by herself, because we all know Carly does have a mental health health issue where she has a freaking breakdown. Like, okay. all of this is so, too much for her. No, it's not going to go that way, unfortunately. And I, I don't know honestly, I'd actually, I, I'd actually rather see it go that way. Um, and, and I'm not jumping on the bandwagon because if you all remember when it was first announced who um, Cameron Matheson would be playing, I said, oh, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen. Y'all remember? Well, he thought, he thought it was going to be Rick Lansing. Who did? Cameron did. Cameron. Cameron thought that. No, I know, but when it was finally announced that he was playing Drew, y'all remember when I said, oh, oh I know exactly what's going to happen? And then I said the words, remember the elevator. Remember the elevator. Oh, yeah. Candace, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I was yeah. saying that too from Jump. I said they're going to go that route. But now I'm questioning it. I think it's I'm going to be part because of Jason's, it. Jason's not coming back. She's going right. to find out full force about Sonny and Nina and who else. Can she turn to? She gonna turn that's to Drew. Yeah, that is true, and I think I that's how it. we all said it's gonna ha- happen. But I'm also questioning: Will they also play around with Drew and Britt? Hmm. I wouldn't mind hey. seeing that at all. Would not mind right. seeing that at all. Because and you do have. Folks... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say if folks um pay attention to Soap Opera Digest and their podcast. We know who that other woman is, and we're probably in the next couple of months going to see her too, which is going to put a little adventure for Robert Scorpio. And a li- they're giving us too much, um, what do you call it, lead-in knowledge, so that the, the stuff that they think is going to be shocking isn't going to end up being shocking because of the way they're playing the beats. Yeah. And I mean, I mean it's just, uh, I, I mean, between... I'm going to tell you the two stories that I'm actually kind of interested in. I'm going to be honest. The second part of the Maxie Chase, Brooklyn, Sasha, Brando stuff. Like the Sasha and Brando stuff is actually kind of interesting because I'm I'm wondering if it's what I thought was going to happen, if it's really going to happen. It is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And not only that, but you do have, like, you know, Chase now knows everything. Pretty much, because Maxie was like full yeah. alert, so y'all didn't see it. Maxie knows that he knows that no, they doesn't. know. Yeah, no, she does. Yeah, everybody knows. But still, to me, there's certain things like Valentine told, like told Nina. Nina was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, I, like I said, I feel bad for Valentine, but when he says something oh, about that Charlie, I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm not yeah. gonna get my moment then, am I? Like it was interrupted. Yeah, it was interrupted. So, so you can see it on uh, ABC.com in no. its entirety tonight. 
No, but that moment where Valentino breaks down, cries, and apologizes to Nina for what he did, finally realizing that it's been done to him. I'm not going to get that moment, am I? Oh. Oh. Well, thanks. You you might, you might, you might, um, you might, look, wait, you notice I'm doing this.
You started no, something be brave. and you didn't finish it. Be yeah, be brave about it. Like Dan, Chris, yeah, yeah. Tate Hall, yeah. I'm calling y'all out. You know what you need to do. And don't make it so after-school break special. Like, on today's General Hospital, we have a very special uh, episode about autism. Yes. Please join us. Like, you can can still do it, and then at the end of saying, you know, for more information, go to autism.com. Don't be like, oh, well, he's just a kid. It's a phase. I will be seriously upset even more. So, but, yeah, but but General Hospital, okay, we'll, we'll check back with you. We're going to check back with them in two weeks. But before we move on to the Young and the Restless, I have one question. Is the teen yep. scene doing it for you right now? <sighs> David, you the younger, the younger, The younger adults scene. Mm. The younger adults? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they do need some spice in there. So I guess it's, ta- it's time that, you know, Esme do, does her thing. So, not quite yet, but I think it's coming. Candace? I need for some movement, and I need some now. I need to know, like, we know Esme's game plan is like, okay, she's jealous of anybody that comes near Spencer. For what? What is he offering you that, that you are afraid to give up? And not only that, what is the deal with you and Ryan? We, we're now going yeah. on past the five months. Sad is like, not only that, for the, and I'm just going to say this. For the Trina and Spencer fans out there, I hear you. I hear you. I see you. I also agree. Yeah, General Hospital, you need loud, to start okay. moving them, too. They are, but, they, but they have some points, some good points here. The thing is, is that what General Hospital's problem is, is that not everything needs to be like a turtle. It doesn't have to be slow. You can pick up certain on some of these stories because you're dragging it to the point where I'm going to start, well, I'm going to, I, I was joking. I said, I wonder if they're just throwing stuff on the wall to see what sticks and writing it down. And I know the talented writing cast over, over there, the talented crew over there, the writers, are not doing that. It's just, to me, you, you have the Sonny and Nina and Carly story. And I, for the assumption of it, we know that the behind-the-scenes may have played in the later part of the storyline. I can't say about the beginning, okay? We know No, that but they, re- the- they scrapped and revamped that storyline. You know it, I know it, well, and yeah. most of the fans out there know it. Right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But, but what I'm just saying is, is that, here's, yeah. Yeah. here's the thing. They have a they have a potentially beautiful, absolutely beautiful storyline to play out. And diluting it with all this Esme Spencer stuff, is crap. Uh, not that, you, let me rephrase that. They should be two dual storylines story lines orbiting in the same universe, but Jocelyn is about to give up her virginity to Cam. They need to touch back on the love of her life up to this point and the fact of they were all friends together, et cetera, et cetera. And, yes, they did touch on it when, when Cam and Esme spoke for a second, but – don't do this, General Hospital, please. I'm begging you. I am begging you, begging you from the bottom of my heart. Don't turn Josh, Cam, and Esme into a triangle before you allow Je- uh, Jocelyn to have the the 
teen, young adult girl moments that she needs to have to put Oscar in the place that he needs to be and to, right. to figure out that she can be who she needs to be going forward. Okay. I get where you're going yeah. with this Joss Esme, you know, Cameron Triangle. And I get that Trina and, and, and Spencer are going to end up together. I get all that. It's written on the world, on the wall. It's I, lucky, lucky Nicholas, Elizabeth, uh, Emily, all over again. See, but That's see, fine. but you know what? I'm going to say this. Okay, the thing is about with this part is Esme brought the best out of all of them. I'm going to be honest. Okay, to me, oh Josh my god, I agree a thousand percent. Yeah, to me, they're playing the certain beat. Like Nick, like Spencer is arrogant. He's arrogant, okay, and he's privileged and everything like that. Yeah. They they have the Spencer and Cameron thing, like they have that connection where, again, Cameron will always be a talent. This is for old school fans. This is Nicholas versus Xander all over again if General Hospital plays it right. With yeah. Josh and Cameron, it's Carly and Jason 2.0. The thing is, is that when I heard them talking about the virginity and stuff like that, and then I'm hearing Esme asking about the virginity, I'm like, this girl is about to sabotage somebody's first time. And it's going to be Jocelyn, like, you know, where something happens, where, you know, Esme gets under the skin of somebody, and it's not who you, like, it would be Joss and Spence or, or, or Trina and Cameron, and somebody walks in, and Esme's all, hee, 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 I told you y'all can't trust each other. The Trina, Esme, Spencer, that's your meat and potatoes right there. Because you already have Spencer already interested in Trina. You have Trina who's not like Esme and whatnot. This girl is going places. Josh and Trina. Oh, they definitely said, going places. And yeah, Trina's going to find out, oh, my baby daddy, not, I mean, my daddy, not my daddy. I got another baby daddy. Oh, and man. I'm gonna tell you I need something. some support. And who am I going to go to? I'm not going to go to my best friend, Josh. I'm not going to go to my once crush slash new best friend, Cameron. I'm going to go to Spencer because he understands being disappointed. He understands all these things. I just need for them to, like, I think that's okay. Like, the fact that General Hospital has a, has a young adult set, that definitely is, like, a good thing for me because I've been, I've been asking for one for a while. But it's just the way, again, story-wise, is like you're moving certain, it's like chess. You're taking your time, and I understand. I get it. But we're going to need y'all to hurry this chess game up because I really want to play Uno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get on the Twister map, but go ahead. I feel you. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to move on to the Young and the Restless. We're going to hold yep. out a little bit longer on days just in case Carolyn makes it. Let's get over to the young and the restless. I, I, I got to say, I'm still in counseling. I still have the divorce papers on my desk. You know, I haven't signed them. All those little sticky things are right there where I'm supposed to sign. But I haven't signed them. Oh. I actually am pleasantly surprised at how good they've tied all the stories together recently. David, why don't you tell the folks where we're at in Genoa City right now. Right now, Abby is in search of her husband, Chance. She is mm-hmm. she is in 
on her way to Spain, I think, is it Mallorca instead of Valencia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mallorca, Spain. Ashley is on her way to Valencia to look for her. Her parents and everyone who cares about her um, is very worried that she's not in a proper state of mind right now to go looking for him, mm-hmm. and they're worried she's going to get hurt. In the meantime, mm-hmm. in the meantime... And where's the baby, by the way? The baby is now staying with Devon. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that mm-hmm. interesting? That's where she left him. So, I don't know what the dynamic's going to happen there. Um, who knows what Mariah's going to think when they... And there's a lot there's a lot of movement within that story that I can that um And Victoria's wonderful wedding. Ha 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 In Victoria's wonderful wedding. Um oh god. I guess Billy got hoodwinked by all three of the all four of them by Jesse by Ashlyn, by Adam, and by Victor. And Billy has offered to step down. Uh, and um, mm-hmm. as long as they leave Lily alone, which she is not happy with. Um, anyone want to care to add? I don't know. Now, if you watch today's, Victoria and Ashlyn offered them a deal to work with them if they take on they want to sort of merge chance come into lock newman or is it newman lock um newman lock newman mm-hmm. lock i know candace and is chomping at the bit i have candace start chomping you know the young well i'm, I'm gonna throw it to candace in three seconds the Young and the yeah, Restless has this talent. They know they know when storylines are floundering too far, how to really impactfully, very quickly pull everything back together. What The Young and the Restless has not had in the last five, six years, at least since the hooker with a heart of gold storyline, is once they pull it all back together, they don't know what to do with it to get themselves to the next storyline arc. And that is my big... Right now, I'm loving... Young and the Restless. I am in. I'm on board. My divorce papers is in the folder. I'm not looking at them, but I'm not. I'm not putting them in the shredder either because I know the history. Go ahead, girl. I know you are chomping at the bit. Okay. Um, I come to Soap Jesus Church of Soap Soap <laughs> Evans and stuff. Here's the thing with Young and Restless. Young and Restless isn't perfect, and it's not the worst. It's it's like puberty. It's trying to find itself again. Yeah, it's like puberty. It's trying to find itself. The problem with, okay, I'm going to break it down into sections because there's two major stories that's happening on the show. No, I'm not counting the the Amanda storyline because. Girl, ugh, nobody's uh, counting the Amanda storyline. <laughs> uh, 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 the baby storyline. The baby storyline, we all knew from jump. Because of stuff that's been that was going on and whatnot, um, you know, uh, how can I say this? 
it went wibbly wobbly woo. Okay, it went wibbly wobbly woo, and and the thing is, is that when you have a storyline that goes wibbly wobbly woo, you have to figure something out. Okay, we said it on here. I've been preaching about it. Is it's going to happen? The custody battle. Something's going to trigger for all three of these people to be in a custody battle. So let's take a look. Abby cannot handle being a parent. She's mentally exhausted. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. am, I, am I seeing things? Is anybody no, else seeing not. that? Is that she is? No, you're not seeing things. Well, well, and the level of she this commitment towards chance is, is not yeah. right. It's definitely in but a mental just, state. It's but, not right. But, well, here's the thing. Okay, so for I'm going to break it because some people was asking this and uh, and everything that Chance is the one who pushed Abby in it. No, before Chance left, before he even got shot, they were already talking about planning to start yeah. a family. When he so got shot, when yeah, when he got shot and it was the sperm count was low, they thought that's when they made another decision. Chance asked Abby. Clear blank, point blank. Do you still want to continue with this? Let's find a surrogate. And to the whole, that was why Mariah and Abby was friends. Okay. So, no, this was not just a thing. Chance didn't, because even Chance kept saying, he, you know, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. Abby wanted to do this. Even while he's on his mission, she continued to, like, get everything done. The fact that she cannot bond, she is not emotionally. Let me break this attached down to this even baby further. At she all. is not attached at, at all. all. She is at not all. like Mariah and Devon is more attached to that child. Look, me, Anthony, and David are more attached to that baby than Abby is, and that's a problem because it's very overwhelming for her. Mariah, Mariah didn't want to bond with the child, but here's the thing about being a surrogate for nine months. In, in this case, six months, because just younger than roughly, she thought we didn't know. I count, it, I count it. Yeah, it was six months. She became emotionally attached and physically attached when she was kidnapped. That yeah. was her trauma, and she had something to rely on. So the reality came into play when that baby was born, Devon. And, and now okay, you've cool. got the ticky ticky boom boom building. Because Mariah is not going to be able to allow Abby to be an absentee mother to that baby. Tick-tick-tocking moment by moment by moment. And I'm all in on this. I got to say, I did not want uh, Mariah, uh, you know, a surrogate running off with the baby storyline yet again on a soap opera. However, this is playing out a lot differently, and, and it's hitting natural beats. So I'm all in on it it's, now. It's hitting to the point where, it, and we said this, you know, if they do a custody battle, it's pitting people against each other. Because yep. here's the thing, you got Devon, he's the wild card. Because when when this whole thing started, Amanda, and see, this is where you got to do the legal stuff. Amanda and Brittany both told Mariah and Devon, once you sign over the rights to this child, that's it. Yeah. Abby and Chance will be the official guardians. They will be the ones to make all the decisions. You can't, unless they give you authorization, you can't do nothing in between. Devon, knowing your history with children, 
this was this like I knew as soon as he saw that child, he was going to reconsider everything. And I want to give kudos to Young and the Rustlers because it was last week. I'm watching Young and the Rustlers, right? And all of a sudden, I hear Neil's voice, and I turn around and I'm like, "What? What's going on?" And I see the scene. I'm seeing the flashback, and it was like three minutes, y'all. Not a quick one, but a free one, which it broke it down as if Kristoff saved y'all. And, yes, we miss you every day, sir. He was actually in the storyline, like, that's currently playing out. Everything that Neil was saying is like when you when you see your first child, when you have your first child, they're going to be very dependent yeah. on you. They're going to be doing all this A, B, C, and D. Guess what? That child is dependent on you, Devon, because you are the only person right now of sight, sound, and mind who is actually voicing their opinion about Chance. First and foremost, yeah, Chance, you're going to get dragged. Oh, by the way, what y'all did not know, they recast the role of Chance. He cute. Right. But. The thing is, and Young and the Rustlers, I wish you would have played it out longer, by the way. Just a little longer, but yeah. A little longer because you oh, got everything. You're... When I say I'm hoping for a custody battle, I'm not even joking anymore because you're going to have victims. Think about this because this was a, a question. When Abby showed up, why didn't she leave it with her family? Yeah, why, why didn't she leave that child with a family question. member? Right, but you remember what she said, though. She said that the baby, Devon, baby, gone, they connect. And keep in mind, Amanda was there to hear that. Yes, so a lawyer was present when this all happened. Mariah's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're leaving town? Oh, who's, who's David ba- Bowie? I was going to say Bowie. Who's the baby going to stay with? Yeah. I don't have a problem moving in. Okay, Mariah, you're too desperate, but I understand both you and Devon want the best for this child. To me... I need a custody battle. I swear I do because we, first of all, when Chance does return, who's to say Chance wants to be a father? Who's to say that he's going to be in the right state of mind? Because, oh, yeah, Abby called, um, got got a phone call from the Russian because um, they, they found out that um, Chance had knew a family in Russia, right? It was Russia, right? right. No, it's and Russia, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, was Russia. it Russia? And so, yeah, it was Russia. So, long story short, the woman did, couldn't um, couldn't speak English. She was like, oh, God, God, God. and then Abby, just when Abby gave up hope, phone rings again, and it was Chance. The lady said, Chance is alive. Chance is alive. So, you know, Abby's like, what? So, here's the thing, Young and the Rustlers. You actually had turned the story around. Because it started you out have. as, yep. man, they, man, they going too fast to the storyline. Why did y'all have Abby and Mariah? Oh, now we understand. Now all of a sudden everybody's cool by y'all. But now you legitly turned this into a Devon holds the cards because Abby literally dropped that child off in your care. So technically speaking, did she abandon the child? Not really. Yes. Is she? Is she? Yeah. Well, well, well. Wait a minute. Now, there's three three ways we can look at this. I feel like I should be on a lawyer show. Did she mm-hmm. abandon the child because of her selfish needs? Mm-hmm. Did she abandon no. the child because she can't take care of the child and the responsibility, which is not no. for selfish reasons? That's the Or did she abandon the child because she didn't want it? 
okay, but you're forgetting that elusive fourth reason. I, oh, I know. Did she, I'm about to get this. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like we're in peace did, court. Did, go ahead. Did she abandon the child because she is focusing on pieces of her life that may or may not pan out to be true? And did she take the proper steps along the way when she abandoned that child? That's how the part of the battle is going to play out. That Abby has, you know, basically done lost her mind, and she's not fit to parent. Because you're right. And you can't go in. And you can't go in any of the other directions. Right. So it's going to be interesting because we already seen certain, and, and look, think about it. You got the Newmans, Abbott's, and... Even the Winters, you know, Hamilton, Winters. The Newman, Winters, Abbott, and, Chancellors, and Winters. You've got every yep. major family cross family in, the, in this storyline. Yes. Same and it's going to it's, it's get hot. It's yes. going to get ugly. Oh, Young and the and Russell, the please. Is, we don't even know what, what condition Chance is going to be in. Right, and that's what I'm and saying. Like, okay, Young and Russell, I, I know I made, I made a comment on Twitter, on Twitter space. I said, you know, we already did the post-traumatic stress disorder because we had Stitch and Dylan when, you know, they came home from being overseas. If Chance is some in that condition, I'm going to actually take back what I said. Let it be that he did suffer from it. But also, at the same time, please let Devon drag him. Please let Abby drag him. Please let him yeah. get in on the action, too. Because here's the thing, and even Jill, even Nina, look, if you got to fly freaking um, Tom Earth back to play Philip Chancellor to do it too, because I would give him a pass where it's like he took the mission because half of the reason is he wanted to do the job, but half of it was he got scared. He got I need scared. for y'all to yeah. play some history in this too. But I yeah. do need people yeah. to, drag, to drag Chance a little bit because as much as this is going to pay me to say this, I remember when Chance, played by Forever and a Day actor John Driscoll, ha, um, he, you know, his version of Chance was more of a father figure than Billy to Delia. So for this to be Absolutely. a whole turnaround, it's going to be very interesting to see, first, if Young and Russell plays on that. Two, if they do play on it, I want them to do just like that. You got a custody battle. You got Jill, Victor, Ashley, Jack. Oh, my gosh. And then it plays into the chance home stuff. But this is, this is the chance for Jill to come back in and say, you know what? Until you get right, I got to go in the opposite direction. I got to go against you until you get right. Which right. Will also force you, you Abby to get right with something. us, too. Hold up. You do realize that we just tied Jill into to this, right? We now yeah. have a bridge with Jill. Because it plays into the chance comp thing. Because for the first time ever, Billy, you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. And I'm so proud of the fact that, you know, I know some people are mad about this. But the thing is, is that Adam was never going to be this gumbable guy that everybody was saying. Like, he was going to change his whole life around. I mean, he did change it a little bit. But he's not going to, they're not going to, quote, unquote, make him watered down for so long. The fact is, is that you had, first of all, you had that guy, Grain, trying to lie. He lied. And we all said that. We said, Billy, you need to, you need to check your facts and everything, which was, which was said. Are you sure about this, Billy? 
He was so gung-ho about getting back at Adam because Billy has always wanted a win against the Newmans. This is no longer about Victor or Adam. It's about the family's, you know, but, legacy that, you know. But the thing is, okay. but the thing yeah. is that, they, that they addressed very briefly, like two or three times over the last five years, it's not really been about Delia either. It's been about how Billy reacted to everything and what Billy felt about and what Billy believed, et cetera, et cetera. Ultimately, it really wasn't about Delia. No. It's about, it's seriously about the family legacy of, exactly. of everything. And then, exactly. That, so I'm, this custody battle and Young and the Rest of if you don't go there, oh my God, I don't know what to say. I will this write the freaking script for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Contact, Candace. Contact Candace and myself. We will. Oh my God, we will I get will you write, the best ratings I will you have had. I will even look. I will even be an extra if y'all want me to. Because here's the thing: you do have all the families on this show right now that are intertwined in two big storylines. Sorry, Amanda. No offense to you, girl. I love you, but I don't care about your your, your father killing. I'm sorry. Like, if, unless it was somebody that I actually knew. I can't, but I would like to see you representing, you know, representing Devon Court. I, I do. Yeah. Yes. Or, I mean, because the, to me, it's now, now, I'm going to tell you something. All right. I always say Victor Newman is the young and the process, and there's a reason mm-hmm. I have said that, and I've kept my word on this. To me, young and the process, you better, you better have Victor be plotting and planning and playing Ashlyn, because this whole protection of Ashlyn. I understand. Ashlyn reminds you of you. I know he does. He is now your son-in-law. I get it. You don't want Victoria to be hurt. But at the same time, Victor, Victor, Victor Christian Newman, Victor, 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 I know that you have something on him. You better have something on Ashlyn to really take him down. I need for you also to be playing your son because if there's something that was said a couple of weeks ago by your son, your 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 one of your first kids, Nick, is when Nick says, you always do this, Dad. You always pin us against each other. You always are, are doing this to try to get a reaction from your other kids. Well, guess what, Victor? I'm going to need you to do that because this whole I'll be dumb. He's done it again. Uh-uh. No, 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 All right, Candace, can I offer you an alternate an alternate thought process to that? If after all is said and done, when Victor finally makes his final move, it is to christen Adam as the one that he knows will carry on the legacy, I'm all for it. All for it. First and foremost, first and foremost, Victor will never go. No, no, no. Not that Vicky's going to go. But that know. when, you know, know. when, yeah. Now, if he hands the crown to Victoria and there's something that's been all along between Victor and Victoria, I'm right to go to. If Nick oh, yeah. comes up triumph, if Nick comes up triumphant and all this, there is no way to justify that. I don't care what writing they put in there. I don't care what little secret bombshell. The history of Nick, Victoria, and Adam no, 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 no. This cannot be a Nick Triumph story. It can't be. It cannot be. It is not believable in any way, shape, or form. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, like I said, 
Younger Devices has gotten a little bit better, but they're still trying to find themselves. They're still they're still in that puberty stage. They are most definitely still trying to find themselves, but they have every piece of material right now to send us up into orbit with Jeff Bezos and them rockets that are taking us up into the stratosphere. And they wait a minute, we forgot something. We forgot something. We did? Uh-oh. And Moses. Yeah. Here's the thing, y'all. Oh, my God, you're right. Okay. Yes, girl, yes. Here's the yes. thing. Okay. General Hospital right now has a good young adult set. Young Russell's, we need some work. We need, we need some work. We need to bring in more young people. That's what we need. That's because everybody's not studying and all this stuff. However, yeah. if you do the two storylines that we just now said where everything is tied in because you have all the families against each other intertwining each other, it right. goes down to Faith and Moses. Yeah, we could have a little mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet minus the, minus the killing going on where, I don't know, like where they feel the tension between the two families, well, all three families and everything because they and were then something they that lived with. into each other. And then they right. escape right. into it each could other, be like, and it's a bond that can tear apart. Yes. I'm going to be honest. Yes. Faith, yes. And Moses, yes. Faith and Moses could be Lily and Daniel 2.0. Right? They could. Right? Yes. Younger Russell younger right. is available on Saturdays. Younger Russell is available on Saturdays if you need me to write the script. Girl, I'm available on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we'll run, we'll run our edits by Candace on Saturday and do rewrites on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll submit it. All right. We got to hop over to the Bold and Beautiful. Still yep. holding out the Caroline. I, I know she's probably not joining us at this point. But what a great, what a, what, what great way to close the show will be Days of Our Lives. Let's jump over to Bold and Beautiful for a few minutes. Okay. Okay, I got one thing to I, say. Okay, I'll let you say it, and then then I I will cover it depending on what it is you're saying. I get what they're doing with Deacon. I get what they're doing where hope is coming from, but it just is not organic. Or it's it, it just not. Oh, Candace, you probably can say it better than me. I'm um, I'm loving where Deacon is driving the storyline. But it makes no kind of sense with hope. It just don't make no kind of sense. That okay. she wants a part of him? She wants to give him a chance? Is that the part? Okay. That she's, it, that she's willing to, okay. to continually justify it's not the right word. Excuse a way to, to, have, you know, to have the interaction with Deacon. It just, it's just not organic. It, 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 that's the one piece that's bothering the heck out of me. The rest of it, I'm actually kind of really enjoying watching. Cam, uh, Candace, girl? Okay, so I'm 50-50 with this, too, because I feel as though this conversation needed to happen when, and it's nothing against Anika, but when um, Kimberly Matula was on the show. Yeah, and she did. That should have happened. I feel as though the sequence is out there. Now, what I will say is I do, I'm glad that, Something is being brought up, but I don't think any, everybody picked up on it. But you have to really know Brooke's facial expressions and certain wording that she says. The one question has always been, is the reason why Brooke has kind of denied a hope and deacon um, 
relationship is because of what you all happened between. Well, I don't think she's tempted. I think she's regretful because let's let's think about how hope came about. Yeah, <laughs> when, it, when did right? Because Deacon and Bridget was a thing, and it was not just a one-time thing with Brooke and Deacon. It was more than a one-time thing. Hope is the yeah. result of a betrayal between a mother and daughter. So it's like okay, whenever like half of me, I want see. Okay, here's another script. I will will it to write. I need for it to be said because, like Hope said, did Deacon do anything to me, not to everybody, but to her, to make everybody kind of say stuff about him? Like, why did she not? That is a good point. Yes. Now, it's not like Taylor with, you know, with the gun and, you know, the grandparenting and, and Bill, because Bill's done stuff. But what did Deacon do to Hope? Did he kidnap her? Did he do something? Like, why hasn't they had this relationship? And the fact that Hope, and this is common because a lot of people do this, that she was curious about him. Because up until, like, when Liam and, and Hope was going to get married, Deacon, you know, finally made his appearance known, you know, and it, 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 we was hoping that they would have a relationship. But, no, seriously, what did Deacon do to hope for y'all to deny him access to his daughter? And, yeah, when, you know, the thing is, we forget, okay, Ron Moss's version of Ridge, Ridge was was Hope's father and, and Nick. Those were two right. men who stepped into into it. However, now, like, Hope feels all over the place, basically because she wants to get to know her real father. You know, and it's okay. Like, it's fine. Now, where I will say is Brooke is, is, is two ways. I don't think she's tempted. She's, she's halfway. She's like, I regret what I did because I didn't think I have to go through this again. Keep in mind, when Hope talks to her about Deacon and saying all these things, it is reopening a chapter in Brooke's life. It's reopening yeah. a chapter in Ridge's life because of that whole thing. Yeah, but it's, also, where, but it's also opening yeah. a chapter in Bridget's life, who's not on canvas right now, but that's half-sister and, and daughter. And could have been a stepmother. Could have been a stepmother. Step, I know, yeah. exactly. Could have been a stepmother right. and and could have and should have been all along a stepdaughter. But unfortunately, one thing that the Bold and Beautiful, the one, one through line from the Bold and Beautiful that we can always count on is Ridge never gave the time of day to Bridget. Right. One time he did. I mean, I okay, mean, re- one time. Was, and it was that time when they found out that they weren't, Related. Oh. Well, oh, about that. Oh, okay. I, I have memory loss. That was it. I have memory loss. I, I think I touched I, on that a little bit. Memory loss. Yeah. And amnesia. I have amnesia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. Oh, now I'm like Eric. Oh, now I remember the kiss. Ah! Woo! No, no. Oh, why you had to bring that up? 
But no, like I wish they would have it where Bridget. See, this is where bold you do need to have a Bridget because Bridget, to me, if I was writing it, would kind of have a problem, a side problem with Hope. Yeah. Yeah. She's not there. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it, you know, if if um, what's her name in real life? Ashley. Ashley Parker. Yeah. yeah, if Ashley can, if Ashley for whatever reason is not available right now, then then we need a, a, a cute little recast for a very short storyline arc to come in because that does need to be addressed. It it needs to be brought up it and, and, and and made. It does, it does. And if if Ashley, you know, I, I love you, honey. I wish you can come back, but if you can't, then give it to somebody else who can play it for a little bit. And I and think that's what they're trying to do. Back. I think. I think because do you of what think they're we're doing see with come in soon? I th- I think so, but you know what I also think is that because we're doing with okay, so Bo did a reset. I just want everybody to kind of figure this out. They did a reset on their story. You now have two of sort of the same storyline going on, but being told completely yes. different. And yes. yeah. I'm gonna be honest, it's kinda of working because the other storyline which we came off of the ED storyline wasn't working. And they dropped the ball with Quinn and Carter stuff. I'm going to be honest. We'll keep it 100. But now you do have the story of two people who are trying to learn more about themselves via their parents. You have Hope and Deacon, which is going to cause trouble for Ridge and Brooke, you know, as well as and Hope and, and Liam. Right. And we also know that Taylor's coming back in a yep. Woo, weeks. So that's going to play into December it. And then, yeah, you do have the – yeah, then you have the Sheila, Finn, Stassi, you know, and all that going on. So it's kind of interesting. But, yeah, like if you've been watching the show as long as we have about the Deacon Brook and how Hope came about, you do question, like, what did Deacon – like, we know what he did to Ridge and them, but what did he do to Brooke and to, to – I'm sorry. No, yeah, actually to Brooke, too, because like Hope said, did he help you with your AA? So he can't be all okay. that bad if he, like, you as know, did all as, that. As far as I'm concerned, Deacon never did anything to Brooke. If anything, she played nope. him. Mo- yeah. No? Yeah. She played no. him, yeah. and she put him in too many situations where he had to get himself out of. If she didn't play things the way she played them, Deacon wouldn't have done at least a third of the things that he did do. That right, are and so let's not forget when he when he seduced that famous scene, the phone scene, when everybody heard Bridget getting deflowered. Mm. That was based off of Brooke and them, because they were trying yeah. so hard to push Deacon out of their lives. And then next thing you know, Brooke, Brooke, Brooke is not trying to push Deacon out of bed. I'm just saying. But but they need to – I'm liking the way they're playing it because, again, it's a tale of these two people, Deacon and Sheila. Their reputation is very well known. But for one right. of them, the question has been, like, what did he, what did he do to her, his child? Is That's the question. Like, Hope presented why is it I can't have a relationship with my father? Which I'm just yeah, like, the girl. between Finn and Sheila is Sheila killed people. Right. Sheila stole she babies. tormented a whole, the, the, Sheila, the whole family. Sheila pretended to be other people. You know, Sheila, Sheila shot Steffi's mama. <laughs> like, that's the, 
that's the thing. It's like, it's crazy because I literally had a conversation with somebody. They's like, I don't understand why Steffi's acting the way. I was like, really now? You know, I, okay, let me just break it down to you. Uh, Stephanie's grandmother, grandfather, father, stepmother, brother, cousin, and mother all was tormented by Sheila. And, and, and again, I'm going to point this out, as I yeah. always do, but Eric is very well aware of everything that Sheila did up in Genoa City, too. You know, yep. holding people on a boat on hostage, toss, try, uh, uh, threatening to toss a baby off the back of a yacht, et cetera, et cetera, pretending and, to be Sheila. you forgot the best part. And he takes ownership about Sheila. He's like, if I never had answered that phone call and hired her as a nurse, she would have never brought her terror to my, to my family. And you're right. Again, for the fans who remember that fateful day when Sheila called and Eric answered and Eric said, come on out. That's how it all started. Who would have known that this woman that this woman would have done all the stuff? Now, I said I saw people saying, "Well, Finn needs to have a mind of his own." You're right, but at the same he time, he's trying to be respectful. He's being respectful to his wife and the mother of his child. And I know what people said. He they should have figured this out when he was adopted and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but we don't okay. get that. I said I. We don't get it. It's a soap opera, folks. Some things you got to bend the belief. Now, what I will say is Jack. Jack. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. Thank you. Go ahead, Go ahead, girl. Thank you. Go ahead. I think I know let what me, you want to say. Let me, let me say something. Okay, Bo, here's the thing. You know how I said about the pacing of storytelling? Okay. This is one of those where you did wait a little too long, but I still like the execution because I kept saying I was like, all right, when the truth comes out about what Jack knows and what he did know and what he knew and who he did know, y'all got that, right? I need for Finn more so Lee to go off. And at first, you know, when Lee found out, I was like, you know what? I, I think I got their merch. I think I can pinpoint what kind of merch this is, where she's just, like, going to let it glance over and call it a day. Well, okay, I tell you. you know what? Wait, real quick. Go ahead. I'm going to just, just pause for one second. Because if okay. not Lee, I'm very okay with both Ridge or Eric, one of those two, going completely off, too, in, in um, accordance of Lee. You know what I mean? Lee is uh-huh. not that character but, but that's going to go off like that. But you know what? At the same time, though, I think as, as for me, you can have Ridge and Eric, but to me, this is Lee because your husband cheated on you. Not only that, but since the day... Yes, but like, wait, wait. Bring but, it back to, minute, bring it back to real go, life for a second. Okay, how, many, how many Sorry. women need that prod from somebody else? And it doesn't have to be a man, but in this right, situation... Right. You know what I'm saying, but, right? But you, but you know what the other thing that hit her? When she said... Our son, your son. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you knew from jump that was your child, and you didn't tell her that. You didn't say that that was your biological. So for this whole time, she thought this was an adoption. When I say that line, when she said that, when she said, our son, your son, I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, please don't. But I still love the fact that when Finn found out, that's what I'm talking about. 
He said that he would protect his children. And I, I caught that because, again, we say this all the time. Whether you're blood or not, family comes in all shapes and sizes. And if you're married into a family, or, or, if you are married into a relationship which already has kids, they become your kids. So when oh, you girl, perfect, that, perfect, perfect segue to to allude to the Ned Olivia Leo situation. Yes! That's Julian's child. People forget that's actually not oh. Ned's kid. That's that's Julian's child, but he loves that child. He that is his boy. I didn't want even that's better. His boy. No. Wait a minute. I'll give you one. I mean, even though that's the current one, I'll give you the all the winner of it all, Max freaking Scorpio. Yeah. Yes. There's another I mean, one. Maxie and Georgie, not your child, not two child, but the three, three that he raised, loved, and. Bothered and did not drop a sperm on a single one of them. Yes, girl. That is the ultimate yep. example. Yes, girl, you are right. So, with that thing, I'm going to tell you, like, yes, it was, a, it was a wait, but they came through with that thing. Because I was like this, I was I kept looking at Jack, and I was like this. I was like, you nothing but yeah. scum. But Jack King, I still love you anyway. But, the, like, because now I'm trying to figure, like, who is, like, this is going to give Finn an a open opportunity to be close to Sheila. Because the one That's person, I'm not talking about Lee, I'm talking about Jack, right, on this one, right. lied right. to him. To the point that it's like, okay, you knew who my, who my biological mom is, but I've always wanted to know my biological, like, this man has been wanting to know about his biological parents for years. And you as the biological father slash adopted father, you couldn't even tell him the truth. You're nothing but trash, man. Mm. I'm hoping so that my- there's one more layer to this story that we get that somehow absolves or explains at least Jack's motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I what I would absolutely love to see Hold up. I just want to say this one point. What I would absolutely love to see is a version of Daisy and Ryder show up and and somehow have something to do in the mix. Somehow have something Mm -hmm. to do in the mix. But, you know, that's just me. Go ahead, David. What's your question? And then we we got to go to David. My question to both of you is, how do you think the reveal went? Do you think it fell flat or... About Jack, the reveal about Jack, the whole reveal to Jack and Finn. You think it fell flat, or um, were you happy with it? I, I'm sort of I mixed. Won't so, I won't go. Yeah, I'm sort of mixed too. I won't go so far as to say it fell flat, but mm-hmm. okay, the actual reveal itself. Bold does nothing. Bold, Bold is the absolute champion of the four soaps that are left of giving us a reveal like that. You know, the actual moment, yeah, absolutely. All the F and F, no, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50. It's going to be beautiful. And, yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harken back to the day that, that um, Katie and Quinn you know, battles, and one of them was supposed to be dead. 
only to come mm-hmm. to find out on Monday. Oh, right. You, you know, it's it was just, Bold uh, is great at the reveal. Bold is great at the shocking moment. But the, the, the carry and the follow-through, eh. Yeah. And I, like, eh. it's still a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a work in progress, I'm going to pick y'all brains about Thomas and um, Paris. All right. <clears throat> Holy Spirit activate. Okay. So we have, you know, roommates. Yeah. Thomas and Paris, right. And uh, we know that Paris is in a great relationship with Zenday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zenday talks to Quinn about making a, a certain piece of jewelry for the young lady named Paris. And what kind of jewelry is it? Uh, it's a ring. ring. It's a ring ring. Whee! Meanwhile, Thomas and Paris are on the couch drinking lattes. I'm just going to say lattes, okay? I don't know. And, you know, they're talking about life and, you know, relationships and Mm-hmm. Thomas is 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 kind of um, um, having a moment where you know because you know he has a crush on her. I don't know if y'all know, but he has a crush on Paris. Ever since she starts saying it, like love, yeah. daddy, daddy, and so they're talking, and Thomas is like, "Are you happy with Zenday?" And Paris is like, "Yeah, like you know we're good." And so, and Thomas is like, <clears throat> "So he was like, you know, in case you weren't too, you know, happy with him, you know." Um, there's other options. And Paris is like, what are the options? And he's like, um, me? Mm-hmm. He put his cards on the table. He put his cards on the table. Now look. Okay, this is the bold and the beautiful. I just want to clarify, this is the bold and the beautiful. I used to joke when I was younger, if you needed help with triangles, this is the show for you. <laughs> I see what... <laughs> <laughs> I see what what Bold is about to do between Thomas and Zenday. I see it a mile away, and I'm going to be okay with it because it is a forester and a forester. We need it. We don't have a ridge and we don't have a thorn. We don't have, I mean, the Steffi and Thomas. We don't have Taylor and Brooke. We don't, yes. We don't have exactly. Taylor and Brooke. We don't have none of that. Now, where I will say is that this is where I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, this is going to be an interesting twist. Thomas is, you know, everybody says, but this is putting Thomas back to square one. Ashley is not. Here's what's going on, in my opinion. Thomas feels as though if he's open, completely honest, without sneaking around and plotting and all this thing, that, hey, at least he did what he was supposed to do, and all the, uh, all the pieces will fall into place. That's what Thomas is at. Because as he's seen before, if you've been plotting, scheming and stuff, it doesn't always work. So it's like put put it all out there. Another thing that he's doing is he cannot separate real love and just and love. He's not had okay. that like. What, all okay, right, consider this for a second though. What if they're playing the beat that he learned his lesson with hope and you know the imaginary et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera. Mm-hmm. What if they're playing mm-hmm. the beat? that he's trying in his head to be the stand-up supportive guy, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. and, and that's the approach. And it's not actually that oh, he's yeah. scheming Oh, no, that's, to, no that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like without him scheming, 
without him doing all the stuff that he was doing, like sabotaging Liam and Hope, that he's actually being, he's being upstanding, like he's being an upstanding guy, like he's trying to be truthful. But the thing is, is that even though he's doing, he's, him putting everything out is a good approach versus what he would probably normally do, there's still something that's not right because Zenday is with Paris. Paris is actually attached to somebody. So for you to kind of say, hey, you know, well, you know, in case y'all don't work out, like, here I am, kind of like pipping yourself out. The okay, problem, the wait, thing is, is hold that, up, hold up. Yeah. So on that, on that train of thought, though, let's go back into Zenday's past for a second. Seven minutes mm-hmm. Right, because you got Nicole. You got Nicole. You got Sasha. Because so he actually, he actually, okay. you know, and I'm playing, I'm, I'm, half playing devil's advocate and half really wanting this to be true, what if he learned his lesson? And this is what he thinks as, oh, my God, the only people that, 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 that rise to the top up here in the, you know, L.A. that actually exists on the Bulls and Beautiful where there's only 27 people in the whole damn city, what if the only people that actually rise to the top of the hero, I need to be the hero? Yes, he's scheming to be the hero, but it's out of, Everything else I've ever done has never worked. Let me be the hero now, and hopefully you'll yes. see what a great yes. guy yes. I am. Yes. Not only that, but you notice I just now said we don't know what happened with Nicole. All right, Bo, exactly. here's the deal. We because we really don't know what happened with Zenday and Nicole. We don't. We all know that, the, you know, the last thing we remember, you know, yeah, Sasha, Zenday, Nicole, and then all of a sudden magically, poof, Nicole and Zenday got married, and then poof, they got divorced. You need to play that beat. Rick and Maya. It's time to look good. Rick and Maya. Mm-hmm. I know. I know, honey. I know. We, I we, I'm sorry, girl. I had to. Rick and Maya. I know. I know. I know. I said it, too. But the thing is, is that that could play into Thomas, to, to Paris waking her eyes, you know, opening her eyes and realizing, wait a minute, I don't know that much about Zenday. Like, I, I thought he never did this and this and this. And then Thomas is like, are you going to be okay? Like, you need to play it. And, yes, I'm going to say it. The fact that his mother is coming home, I need for this to put. You know what, Bo? Here we go. It's the Super Bowl. You need to play on the fact that Thomas, the reason he is the way he is, is because of his parents, his choice during their relationship. The fact that he feels as though he has to be doing extra to be in a relationship, because let's take a look at Thomas's love life here, shall we? Ding, ding. Okay, we have Gabby, Gabriella, green card. Gabriella. We had, yep. we had Amber. Pope, 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 and, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We did have Amber. And don't, don't we, forget yeah. the magical berry moment either. Oh, good Yeah, Lord. that's true with Brooke, but Brooke was with Bridge and everything like that. Then you had, okay, so you got, you got Gabby, Abby, Gabby, Abby. Woo, why did I go days for all of a sudden? Okay, hold on. Gabriella, <laughs> the berries, Amber. Then you had, Pope, 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 Pope. I did it right. Right, okay. Then you had, who else did you have? Uh, Desi, Des, Des, who else was it? Get, let me see, Hope, 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 Hope. Caroline. Caroline. There was right? Caroline. Caroline. There was Ca- uh, uh, Sally. Uh, Sally. And then it was Caroline 2.0. Then Caroline 2.0 right. met her maker, God rest your soul. And then it was Hope, 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 uh, Zoe. 
and now we're with Paris. Well, but hope, a girl, again, I just again. have to say and, it. Don't forget the Barry yeah. because he did have his cute little moment. I know, we, I know we remember the Barry, but that's the thing. It's <laughs> yeah. like Thomas hasn't had anybody to fight for him and, no, and whatnot never. or kind of just be. And I think that stems from the parenting. Okay, well, last year you did this with Steffi because Steffi called her own parents out with this one. You need to showcase what else, how the Brooke, Ridge, and Taylor Triangle affected Thomas. Thomas. Because yes. you're going to have the Brooke and Brooke and Deacon stuff with the Hope stuff. But now we got to really get into the sink, the, the psyche of Thomas, in order for the Thomas Paris Sunday storyline to work. You know what? I'm available on Thursdays, not every Thursday, to, to, to write that script. The same. Although. If you want to recast or invite the original to go back, I would I would not mind throwing the Thomas psychological parent storylines to the to see a good storyline play out between Zenday Nicole and Thomas now. Right. You know, mm-hmm. let her come back right at the moment and be like, Oh, 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 you wanna know what happened? Oh yeah, here's what happened. Seven minutes, Sasha caught up with him in Marrakesh, and they had a weekend, and I said, oh, no, I'm done. He's never going to be, blah, 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 blah. Oops, Paris wants a steady man. She turns to Thomas, bang, bang, boom, there we go. Hmm. But both, Mm -hmm. if you choose to go that direction, you can have my show notes. You can take them and run with them. But if you'd like to add in the Rick and Maya storyline, I've got a really, really, really good idea about all that. Call me. Pam, who is the showrunner of Take Two Radio, should give you Bonnie Candace's number. We will write an incredible storyline that will tie it all wait minute, up together. Wait a minute, I'm going to just jump right now. I'm just going to jump right now. We we know three of the writers. We do. Hey, we Lawrence. Do. Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all um, right. I woo. guess. Caroline is not going to make it with us, but we need to go no, over to Catwoman. Oh, my God. I got to say. Oh, my God. I'm all the winter pre- all, The winter preview? In. Wait. Can we talk about that? The Come winter on, girl. Promo. Go ahead. Can we please? Please. Okay. So, yesterday um, was the Day of Days uh, virtual event. It's the second year, obviously, if in case y'all have been living on the rock, there's something called Corona out there. Um, yeah. And so, obviously, they can't have it at their normal venue, which is Universal City in um, California, which hopefully next year they'll be able to. And the best thing is it's free. You only got to worry yeah, about your free. plane ride, your lift, and a hotel. That's it. And money to get merchandise. Okay. So this year, Ari Zucker and Eric Mossoff was the co-host again. Shout out to them. But, you know, we can, we can talk about all the trivia games and all that. Make sure you go to dayofdays2021.com for all that stuff. But it was the winter promo because, look, every year at these events, they show you what's coming up on Day of All Out. Now, we all know about the movie, right? We already know about we the movie. We all know about December the movie. 16. But we didn't know. It was about the drop. And they showed up. So let's bring it down. We got some ho-hos. We got some jingle bells. We got a and devil. some jingle balls. Jingle balls, and jingle bells. But we got two bells in one. We got two so bells. 
We got two bells. So Sean and Bella getting it on, getting a little freaky, and then all of a sudden, here comes Bell. Yeah. You think we got Mar Bell? Yes. Yes. Or Bell Devil? And yes. Because yes. Deidre Hall said, by the way, I'm going to say something. Shout out to Deidre Hall because she gave you the true the true Hollywood story of the the, the Marlena Procession storyline. And like she said, she ended it with saying that the devil is always in Salem. When I tell you that promo proved that, that promo proved it. So we got Jingle Bells. That was one. That was one. Okay. Then the next thing, there's a murder. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, Philip may be dead, y'all. Girl, you, know who's gonna die. you know wait, who's going to die. Wait, you know who's going to die. Wait, wait, wait. Let's set this up. Prime <laughs> suspect is, is Brady. It's Brady. Wait a minute. Yeah. Brady's the main suspect. Here's how they found out that Philip, it was probably Philip, his leg. Oh, okay. I'm getting emotional talking about it. Not really. Um, I've been saying for a while that. The one thing I didn't like about the writing Philip, I mean, there's many things that I don't like about them writing, how they they write Philip down, is He's they good. don't make a mention of his leg. And somebody asked me the other day, Candace, why do you keep bringing that up? And I said, because that, that storyline was an important storyline of him in the military and he lost his leg mm-hmm. and all that stuff and the prosthetics and, and it def- exactly and so, it defined who he was for that he whole was, era of because America. he was not yeah. he kind of changed after that and that also strengthened him and Bell's relationship so I was always yeah. like why don't they like like with Brady the ongoing joke I always say is every time Brady is shirtless I should see a scar. Just like with Katie. Every time Katie's wearing something, I see a scar. Okay, I'm just saying. So when they showed the leg, I'm like, no, y'all didn't. I was like, no, y'all didn't. I said, let me rewind and see this again. And I'm like, it's a leg in the press. So he's like, yeah, this determines his him. And I'm like, they talked about the leg. Okay. Then we have, oh, God, there was so much going on when I saw y'all. It was so much. Then we have. Duke the Bear. Now, oh, I know they, people said people been saying stuff. That poor bear, yep. Ava cut the head because she saw Rafe and Ava, no, Rafe and Nicole, and Nicole getting too close. Yeah, so Ava allegedly is going to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Okay. I have not felt this way about a, a toy since baby Ariel Drake on General Hospital, 2012. Okay. Oh, she was burnt. Anthony, hold my hand. I don't. I don't like talking I'm about. I'm holding it, girl. I'm holding it. I'm holding when, it. When on the faithful day that Brit, because ever since she got her baby, and Brit, Brit, because the dog pee peed on her. Brit sees the dog, <laughs> and the dog caught on fire. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. And now years later, we got Dick the bear head getting cut off. I tweeted a couple of weeks ago to Ron Calvati, the head writer of Dave, about about the, the parallel between those two. And last night, after the after this promo show, he tweeted, fans are going to get upset like they did with me when I killed another dude on another show. 
Mm-hmm. In case y'all don't know the reference, if you're a General Hospital fan, you know. Ron was over there when he killed Dolph Duke. So it's two Dukes that Ron has killed. Oh, I'm sorry, God. I get emotional. I get emotional girl, talking girl, about it. Girl, you get, oh, you get so emotional. Say that, say that so that the folks out there can hear you. When he kills <laughs> off. I know, it's girl, it's hard. hard. It's hard. It's you hard. know, with Young and the Bustless, they killed off the teddy bear. That teddy bear didn't have it. Justice for all these characters, y'all. Hashtag justice for the all. Okay. No, I'm but sorry, anyway. but if we're going to do that, then we got to add justice for the Corinthos Moss. Oh, no, we found out The Moss did not get we treated found, well. No, we found, no, 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 no. We found out what happened. We found out what happened. So if you follow Ian and McCoy, and so we we talked about this. Apparently there was contract negotiations, and apparently the Moss wanted a lot. So what happened was um, Eden took it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's a live with Eden. Oh, oh, I missed that. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that Moss became a very prominent character for a while. I'm telling you that Moss is still going to be getting an Emmy nomination. I'm telling you, what's my words? That Moss is going places. Okay, I'm just saying. Hashtag. Moss is legend. Okay, so with that promo, then, of course, you know, we had, you know, a Maggie and Victor moment and stuff. Well, you know, kind of nice. Then we had a Horton Christmas. Did anybody right. pause to see who all was in there? Because I know I did, because I'm that kind of a person. So we do see Here the up. children. Here and well, nope, 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 Right, we saw Jack, and we saw Abby and Chad, and yes, folks, we saw her. We saw Gwen. We saw oh, Gwen God, and Jennifer. Yeah. Gwen and Jennifer. We saw Gwen and uh-huh. Jennifer. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I have poor eyesight, so I called to. I called one of my verification sources to make sure that what I thought I, what, what I thought it is. We saw Gwen and Jennifer. Yes, we did. Yeah. And Jack is still alive. Jack is still alive. <laughs> 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 we don't know if that's gonna happen, but but no. Then we saw. Then it started getting a little hot. Then we saw Lonnie, Abe, Eli, and Paulina. And yeah, if looks could kill, literally. Paulina's like, I can't get a Merry Christmas. Lonnie took a look and looked like Daggers was about to come out. So, you know, there's still some tension there. Um, yep. Let's see, what else? Of course, you got love, love, love. Everywhere is love. But then we have, okay, Sammy returning. And right. what does she see when she comes home? She sees a ho-ho with a ding-dong. Um, so we got mm-hmm. EJ and Nicole apparently making some whoopee, and Sammy sees it. You know, this reminds me of the time that Will saw Sammy and EJ getting it on through up. Oh. <laughs> Girl, I'm going to take you even further back. This reminds me of when Sammy saw Mama and so John and <laughs> getting it on. Yes. On that table. Yes. Yes. yes, but then, but then we have, then we had, you know, Mar Double, 
because 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 they're like everybody i think is getting a clue that something's not right with her with her and doug yeah. and julie and then next thing you see is doug julie benetier and mar devil who finally did i've been asking for this scene for the longest time i asked could Ma devil even be at a church or somewhere but i'll take the horton household she got fire fire yeah. fire but wait you thought that was the end of that promo? You thought it was? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no, because no, no, no. Don't forget. Don't forget the devil hasn't played with Vicky yet. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, girl. But then, but then, then, you know, they show that, you know, the Mar Devil, she, she got all the cards. She's playing everybody. And then you have the priest, well, former priest, John, saying, God, I need you to give me a sign to help me with the, with the deep, with this devil. And all of a sudden, you see these flashbacks of, you know, DeMar Devil, John, throughout the years and everything. And then, Lord and behold, literally, Lord and behold, a, a, a figure comes out of the darkness into the light. And who is that light, you may ask? <gasps> Father Eric Brady. When I say I nearly passed out seeing Greg Vaughn back, I'm like, I heard, heard the rumors. But to see him, I'm like... Ding, 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 ding. And even the even the promo kind of ended with Mar Devil's like, oh. but wait, because then you have Eric turn back because he hears and sees Kristen in the bed, and Kristen is like, you want to make a video of round two of that video? Oh yeah. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> I forgot that part. That. This is, look, 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 I'm sorry. I have to say this. This is absolute perfect storytelling. Yeah, this it is. is. I, I really, you know, about two weeks ago when we did this show, I really right. was not sure that they were going to pull this. I'm glad they did the storyline. I was glad two weeks ago they did the storyline. But two weeks ago when we were talking about all this, I honestly yeah. said in the back of my own head, Oh, oh, they need something real good here to tie this all up. They need something real good here to make this storyline solidified. I'm just going to say, that who left they the need to preach because they need a priest. They, they the, need a culture because because John can't be a priest. He's not. He's not. He can't practice it. Right. You're going to need. Let's. Okay, I know we're running out. We're, we're running out. Let me just say this real quick. Every time Days does an end-of-the-year promo, they always give us a big shot. When I say that this had to happen because of The Exorcist, which is the original why this storyline even happened 20 30 years ago, was because James E. Riley said, oh, you know, it's the 25th anniversary of The Exorcist. Let me come and do the storyline. Oh, it's going to be half. really good. Wait, wait, wait. wait. To be fair, at the same time, there was a film release called Repossessed that starred yeah. Linda Blair, who was the original Blair. Regan. And, in Leslie, the and Leslie Nielsen, yeah. Yeah. They wanted to I'm play on this. every beat. Yep. 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 Right. Before we get cut off, make sure you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Um, we're thankful yep. that you guys are with us every time. Make sure you follow us on all social media. Make sure you still support all four soaps. <sighs> be blessed, be married, don't eat so much, and we'll see you next time. But, yeah, check yep. out the Dave's promo. It's Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Check out the Dave's promo, and go 
experience the Thanksgiving episode of Forever and a Day. Girl, yes! I love you, and I'm waiting for my phone to ring. <laughs> love you guys. Have a great one. Love you. Good night. Have a night. night. Thanksgiving. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-Two Radio.com.